this morning I've asked some of our department heads or uh, coordinators to come and share a little bit about their departments. Now, there's a few reasons for this. The first one is, if you want to connect with something in our church, it would be good to know who to ask. Hey, so what this morning is about is now you will know who to come and see after the service, who to get in contact with so that you can be connected in at Uni Hill Church. We have many, many departments and they're all important. I've just picked a cross section of the departments so that way uh, we can engage with those and then later on in the year, we'll pick some more departments to also try and lift the profile and the awareness of what we're doing. We have quite a few areas uh, that we want to get through the morning. So this was the challenge that I gave the team. They got two minutes to uh, pour their heart out about their department. I want to just spilt all over the floor. So two minutes. So this is what we'll do is I'll awkwardly steal the microphone off them if they're going too long. It'll be real good. So I'm uh, just kidding. So we're going to start. What they're going to do is they're going to introduce themselves and they're going to pass uh, the microphone along. And then once uh, Clarissa has finished, I'll get us to turn to the screen and we'll see the first part of our vision cast from our senior pastor. So let's give them a hand and make them welcome and we'll pass it on to Pastor John. Good morning. Welcome, everybody. My name's John Graham, for those of you who don't know me. I'm the community pastor here at Uni Hill Church, and I also lead the uh, men's ministry here at Uni Hill Church. Oh, I heard one woo, and it was a woman. That's awesome. Excellent. That's what I like to see. Fantastic. The, our passion is to reach men not only in the church, but outside the church. Um, the more and more uh, that I get around, the more and more I engage with people, I'm hearing more and more where men um, be, can easily get so busy in life and they can get distracted and it becomes a, a negative thing in their life for a lot of guys and they can lose their identity they can lose their purpose and so my passion is that we connect we intentionally with the courses that we run and what we do with activities we want to engage men we want to have fun we actually want to show we haven't got three heads you know we can actually enjoy ourselves and have a great time without destroying anything but at the same time as we bridge build, intentionally connect with men and bridge build, then the following um, time when we get together, we, we teach, we run courses, we bring in experts in specific fields where they can speak into their life and offer them tools that they can take back into their situation. So you don't have to feel isolated and alone. You don't have to feel like you're weird or different from everyone else. And so it's, it's our intent is that we're going to raise up the next generation of leaders that are going to be mentors, speak into the life of young people and be a good husband, be a good father, be a good mate, be a good brother. And But how do you do that? It's only as we work together intentionally and we bring in guest speakers and they speak from experience and they give you tools and you work together and, and you, you have fun together. And, and that's our intent. That's our purpose through the men's ministry at Uni Hill Church. Get on board. Thank you. So Dale, my husband, should get to all of those meetings. Thank you very much. Okay, I'm Marie, Marie Flannery. Also, my original name is Maria Santos Stefano, and hence these guys call me Mama Marie. So it ties it all in. So when you say Mama Marie's going out, that's me. That's I've had people say, oh, you're the Mama Marie. I lead the children's ministry, as you can guess, by my outfit today, and uh, we're having our fun day today. Today is a good example of um, how we outreach to the kids because uh, or do outreach beyond the church doors because we offer days which break from our norm and and gives it a safe place for kids to come and enjoy church without it being church. So it's a great time. Now, um, I believe our mission is to do or follow Proverbs 22 verse 6 where it says, train up a child in the way that they should go and they will not depart from it. Unfortunately, we have many voices training our children in the world and through their week and we only have them for one hour a week. So what we do is we supplement what families are doing already or hopefully doing already and we build on the teaching that they're getting and we support the families and the kids come here and they see that there are other people who believe the same 
same things as their freaky families do as well. And we build, and this is our whole thing, we're building foundational um, learning. We don't teach history lessons, we teach the way. um, train up a child in the way that they should go and it is the way that we're pointing them towards who is the way what is the way how do I stay on the way how do I get on the way how do I um, what you know what does it mean what does it look like and that is our whole aim and we have a great team but we can always do with more that can help us and impart into the next generation and I love it because I stay connected with the younger people like this morning during church I got a tomato and a piece of popcorn so I didn't faint so it's just fantastic I love staying connected so if you want to feel treasured and your rewards are great (laughs) Hi everyone my name's Irene and um, I lead the second halfers in the church Uh, That is those who are 55 and over and we have a regular fellowship on first Wednesday of every month. And you know, our heart is simply, we're in uh, the prime of life with a lot of freedom and uh, we're going to use that freedom to worship Jesus together, uh, serve the church together, outreach to our community together. And so if you're, you're in that group, age group or you're just simply free on a, the first Wednesday of the month, come along. We have a wonderful time of building relationship. We're journeying together, um, growing, still growing in our faith in Jesus. And uh, we'd love to see you. And if you're here and you're just visiting for the first time this morning and uh, you'd like to know more, please come and connect with me after the service today. I got some flyers. We're now called Freedom Fellowship on Wednesdays, and we're going to express that freedom in all the right ways. Thanks, guys. Good morning. Uh, My name's Clarissa and I head the women's department at Uni Hill. And my passion for women is to really connect us into church and connect us to each other. And women generally don't have a problem doing that. Um, But we run different events throughout the year just to give you the opportunity. And our recent one or our upcoming event is the Fashion Parade, which is in just under four weeks. And um, that was born out of a passion from me. I had a beautiful person who used to bring me a cooked warm meal on a Tuesday night at five o'clock when I had just had my twin boys and it was warm and ready to put on the table and that was such a blessing and I thought wouldn't it be nice if we can do that for people that don't have that support person Uh, so we've started the food bank and from there this year we're going to not only be gifting people meals but also clothes and counselling and anything else that they could need so I need your help I need you to get on board and come to the Fashion Parade. It's on Saturday, the 3rd of March. And of course, men are invited as well. If you are game, it's a room full of women. So really, can't go wrong. Um, So it's $20 a ticket. Uh, It is a totally friendly event. So don't think, oh, I don't know if I'm going to invite that person because there might be an altar call or there might be a message. There is no message, no altar call. The purpose of having it here is just to get people to set foot in a church that may not set foot in a church. And again, see that we are normal, that we're friendly and that we know how to have fun. So it's $20 a ticket. I will be selling tickets out the front. There'll be a few women walking around with clipboards selling tickets. You can take 10 tickets now and pay for them later. That's absolutely fine. Think of who you might invite. If you'd like to help out, I'm also going to have this um, out in the foyer of just some jobs that we need some help with. It takes a lot of people to um, set up and pack down and make a night run smoothly. So if you're keen to help out, have a little look and see if there's anything that you'd like to sign up for. But I look forward to seeing you there. So if you guys would turn to the screen now, we're just going to see the vision cast from Pastor Nick. Church. I hope you're really doing well. Well, February is one of my favourite months of the year. And the reason for that is because of two things. The first one is because it's our vision casting month. And in all our campuses this month, we're actually casting vision. Today, 
I'm in our Bendigo campus at Victory Church and doing the same thing over there and uh, it's so exciting to see what God is doing. The other reason that I really love it is because of the opportunity to pray and to fast. And you know, some great things happen when we position our hearts for God to come in and help us to move forward in the purposes that He has with us through our fasting. You know, godly vision is so important to us as individuals and also for us corporately as a church. I love the fact that God actually has plans for us. And that's why I love that scripture, Jeremiah 29, 11, which says that God knows the plans he has for us to give us a hope and a future. Do you know, when we talk about vision, we're just not talking about the now, but we're talking about God's heart for future generations. And I don't know why, but in the last couple of years, we've sort of had a baby explosion. I've never seen so many babies born in one church. Today I had this incredible opportunity just to catch up with Anna Lee and her beautiful daughter, Georgia. What miracle babies. We've seen some miracle babies born in this church. And you know, when we talk about vision, we're talking about them, about seeing what God wants to do 20 years down the track. Who knows where some of these young children who are in our creches and who are in our Sunday school classes, who knows, will they be the next preachers, the next pastors and apostles and prophets? And you know what? God has a great plan for us. Let's continue to see God's vision unfold for us as individuals, but also for our church. As a church, you know, every year I pray and seek God for him to give us a theme. And the reason I do that is because I just believe that he wants to express his heartbeat for every single year. We've been doing that for the last five years and we've seen the unfolding of those themes as we continue to seek him. And this year I really felt that God put on my heart the word favour. I really believe it's going to be a year of favour. I believe it's going to be a year of suddenlies, a year of surprises. I can see many of you that have been praying and waiting upon God for breakthroughs. This year I just have this great sense in my heart that we're going to see the suddenlies of God, that in moments we don't expect we're going to see God is going to surprise us. You know, I was so thrilled to hear a couple of weeks ago that Pastor Greg shared and taught about this great theme on favour. It was a great message and I'd really encourage you as a church, if you haven't heard that message, for you to download it on our website and have a listen. It will really encourage you. You know, God gave me the scripture just to back that thought up. And there's so many scriptures that talk about favour. But the scripture that I want to share with you very quickly is found in Psalm 90:17. And this is what it says. May the favour of the Lord our God rest upon us and establish the works of our hands. You know, I really believe that as we come together and as we submit our heart to God and our hands to God for the works of our hands and we rest under His grace, we're going to see His favour just come upon us in a whole new dimension. Hey, it's going to be a great, great year. Praise God. Why don't we welcome our next lot of departments? They're just sitting in order. Praise God. We'll start with Pastor Geordie. How are we all, everyone? If you don't know me, my name is Jordan. And as you can tell from my Air Max 90s and my tattoos, I am the youth pastor of this church. So it's my great privilege and honour to sort of run Awaken Youth and to serve the incredible youth kids. So give them a round of applause. They're sitting in the second row. So I guess at Awakened Youth, to really summarise what we do on a Friday night, we are the loosest ministry in the church, that is true, the stories are true there. But beyond that as well, we're building disciples for life. And what I mean by that is this, we're not just a youth group where your kids can come to a Friday night and have a bit of fun and go, but we want to build deeper Christians. I want to build a generation of disciples so when they leave youth, they're not going to drift away. That when they're sitting here in the same age as the people sitting in this room, they'll go, we encountered Jesus and we stayed the course. When the storms of life come, they will still always go to that. And we have a slogan, it's hashtag we the fam, because to be a legit youth ministry, you've got to have a cool hashtag. Instagram, get on it, everyone else. I don't have it, so what can you do? But no, so the hashtag is this, hashtag we the fam, because that's really what we are on a Friday night at Awakened Youth and beyond that, we're a family. 
A family is not just a friend for an hour and a half. A family is someone you can call when you need them. And that's what our kids are. So discipleship is a lifelong thing. And that's what I want from our kids at Awakened Youth to be that. And I want us to leave you all with one story of that. I was sitting having a coffee and we went to Fun Fields on a 42 degree day over the holidays. What can go wrong, I hear you all say. Well, that's what I thought as well. And nothing is the answer. But I was sitting there having a coffee with this guy and I saw this kid walking around crying, like this probably three or four year old. And then I saw some of our youth kids come up to him and they didn't know I was watching this kid. So our youth kids came up and they looked at him and said, hey, are you lost? Then one of our youth kids took off their thongs and gave it to this kid because the concrete was so hot and they walked him down to the office. Our first John 4, 19, we love because he first loved us. And that's pretty much Awakened Youth in a nutshell. Thank you. Hi everyone, my name is John and I'm the Alpha leader at uh, Uni Hill here. So along with my wife Linda, we lead Alpha. Um, and my passion, I guess my heart for it is to, to allow people, to get people to experience what I've experienced. Um, just a little short story, my wife invited me many, many years ago and I was actually saved through Alpha. So I got to know Jesus and I can now walk along and share it with other people. Um, our heart is for how do, we, how do we run Alpha every day of the year? That's our heart for it. How do we do that? How do we go to people that are hurting out there and show them a different world, a different way of doing life? Um, we've been privileged, about, uh, this church especially has been praying for us and many people have come through. Um, but our heart is to reach people in, I guess, in, in our own family, our own circle, my work family. Uh, I work for Bunnings, for those who don't know, and uh, I just love to preach the word. And I just encourage people to come. And Alpha is a great tool to be able to share the word or share the gospel, the good news of Jesus with people that don't quite know him um, or feel threatened um, by us Christians, so to speak, that we're, we're so highly and so, so high above them, but we're not. Um, so our heart is to bring more people and we'll bring more light into dark places. Um, a quick story also, we've just been getting a lot of people lately, we feel like uh, Pastor Nick and Greg has been preaching about the favour of God. I've seen the favour of God on, on our ministry, I've seen the favour of God in my workplace, I see it all the time and people come to us. And I think uh, I said to my wife, we need to do this together because ladies will come um, to, to my wife and she'll have, she's got that mothering thing about her um, so ladies will come and as a couple we can minister to couples so that's our passion that's our heart so yeah, bless you guys that's all I can say yeah. Uh, my name is Laura and we're actually starting up a bit of a new ministry this year which we're really excited about. Um, it's with myself, Talisha, Jordan and Lockie um, and it's, it's aimed at university and um, we did sort of something like the Sunday Co but it's now, well it's a tag on from that called the Unico and the heart behind it is to basically outreach to that age group and to um, we're just really excited to what what we love to see is not just to get them connected with Jesus but it's it's also just building in their what whatever their giftings are and letting them just go for it that's what we're really excited about and um, I think we're going to see a lot of ministries overflow from that of things we haven't seen before of just giftings I know one of them's like a media creative thing like we don't have that yet but it's just one of those really cool things and um, and yeah and it's just last year we have a story because everyone gets to have a story um, is last year we trialed our small group to go across to the uni across the road and we didn't run a talk or anything we purely just went there just to have um, meals with them and it was amazing that at the start they were a little bit sus of us but by the end we we're getting 20, 30, 40 people coming just to chat with us and they loved it. So they, they actually do want to connect with us. A lot of them across, that, across the road are students that are from overseas that don't have family or friends here. So they really want us to be around. So yeah. Well, hello. Uh, my name's, for those of you that you don't know me, my name is uh, Sam Grimshaw and I'm coordinating uh, connect groups here at church, which is going to be a lot of fun. So just stepping into that role. And I think as a church, who's noticed that we're getting bigger, that we're needing every week, we're needing more seats. 
but it's imperative that as we get bigger as a church, that we get smaller and that people are, are cared for, connected in, that there is an opportunity to, to develop and grow. And that's what we want to see happening through Connect Groups is that when, as people come in the door, that there's a welcoming Sunday, but then from there that there's relationship to connect in, to grow in and uh, to really explore what their personal ministry looks like. And really that's what we're wanting to achieve through Connect Groups. What I'm also really praying to happen is that we wouldn't just be internally focused, that it wouldn't just be about our church here, but also exploring how can we release people from those connect groups to minister to the people and the spheres that we're involved in outside of church. Because as Clarissa said, there aren't going to be people that have come to church on a Sunday morning. So that's why we have things like the Fashion Parade. But there are also people that, that will never step foot inside a church. And the first point of contact for them is you. So how are we equipping you through connect groups to reach out and to reach those people to speak into the lives of those people so it's going to be an exciting year with connect groups come and chat to me afterwards if you're not in one or if you'd like to lead one and uh, we can talk more about it good morning my name is april chrisopoli and myself along with lauren Edie, kelly orty uh, Kylie Drowley and Marie Flannery are heading up a new playgroup um, called Uni Hill Playgroup, original. Um, <laughs> and uh, we, we're excited about the opportunities that, that that's going to bring um, running the program. We're going to be able to have parents and kids from our church, but not only our church, also from outside the, these four, four walls. We're wanting to outreach into the community and welcome anyone. We want them to connect. We want them to belong and then grow. Uh, we're going to be meeting on Friday mornings, fortnightly, um, the term, term weeks, um, over at the Hope Centre. 10 to 12, we'll be, have a structured play, um, crafts, free time, snack time, uh, story time. And um, yeah, if anyone is interested or knows of anyone that is interested, please come and see me and I'll um, let you know how to get involved. Awesome. Thank you, guys. Let's give them a hand as they go. Great. April, I'll get you to come back up if you can. Now, I know that uh, this family would be here, but consistent to their nature, we, we sometimes... Is Noah and Christy Beasley, they're here. Are they, can you guys come up the front just for a minute? That'd be good. Let's give them a hand as they come. Get that, please. Thank you. Thank you, Dan and Sam. So these two outstanding people have been heading up our hosting department for over 12 months and um, they've recently had some changes uh, in uh, their life and some things that are going on personally that because of that they uh, this morning uh, will be stepping down from the role of coordinating. Um, they'll still be around for a period of time but why, why I wanted you guys up here today is we, we wanted to publicly honour you guys. Over the past 12 months, and I'm going to try and hold it together. These people know what it is to consistently serve Jesus. You know, heading up the hosting department, and these guys have first-hand experience, isn't a department that is often brought into the limelight. It often goes unthanked. Um, but every now and then, God rises up, raises up, Two individuals that are willing to pay the cost, no matter the price, and to carry something for the community so that people can feel welcomed, loved. These guys leave the department in a much, much stronger place. The amount of infrastructure and leadership that you guys have brought to it, we personally thank you. It's so easy to bring someone into the department when everything's been written out. How do I do this? Here you go. Here is a procedure. 
and they've been outstanding. So I wanted to publicly thank you guys. Um, they love our house. There's, there is um, uh, not a negative reason, just a change of life. So I wanted to give you guys just an opportunity just to say something, and then I'd love to pray for you both. Thanks, Charles. Thanks, everyone. Uh, firstly, before I say anything, I just want to um, give glory to our, our Lord and Saviour, Jesus Christ. I think it's a real um, honour that we get to come to church and we have the freedom in this country to be able to worship. And um, we're so blessed. I think sometimes we take it for granted. Um, I know this is the moment where Charles wants to honour us, and I'm very, really grateful for it. I know Christy is too, but can I just take this moment to honour um, our team? I know every team's important, but um, I, I, I don't want to put you on the spot but if you served with us or you have served with Union Hill in the past and serving in hosting can you please just stand up for me for a sec sorry to do it to you can you please honour these people thanks guys I appreciate it look yeah, I don't want to steal the mic for too long but it's this isn't about Christy and I everything in our life is always guided towards what brings God glory. That's the only thing that matters in life. It's not about what Christy and I do. It's it's about with everything you do, whether it's serving or driving a car, it doesn't matter. It's like in the Bible how it says, whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, you do it all for the glory of God. And God can be glorified in everything. So um, if you if you haven't hosted or if, if you think about serving in the church, don't forget like it's not about what man sees. It's about what God sees and God sees everything. And he sees your heart and it's about what you do and it's about the heart you do it with. So um, I thank you for the opportunity and Nick and Charles gave us this opportunity and Christy and I have really grown in this role and obviously due, due to a few family reasons we've just had to um, tell Charles that it's just not doable for the next um, foreseeable future. But um, we feel very honoured that we've had the opportunity and we, we, we love you guys and we love all of you and um, we're really grateful. But yeah, God bless you and thank you for if you've served on the team or if you do any serving or if you serve out of the church, you're awesome. I love you guys and we thank you. Well, could we just stand for a minute while we pray? You can see that there's definitely a call of God on this couple. Dear Heavenly Father, I just thank you for Noah and Christy and their children. Lord, I thank you that they know what it is to serve the house. And Lord, moving into this next season, right now I declare prosperity. I declare, Lord God, your hand of blessing. Lord, I pray that, Lord God, from this, Lord God, that these guys have, have laid an, a, another layer, a, another platform to build from. We thank you for what they've done, for what they've carried, how they've served. We honour them today, Lord. I thank you for them and their hearts for your kingdom. We pray and speak blessing over them today and this next season in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Awesome, you may take your seats. Thank you, band. Outstanding job. Praise God. He's good, isn't he? He's good, isn't he? Amen, amen. Now, for me, I uh, have played this over quite a few times uh, in, my, in my heart this week. Uh, effectively, excuse me just for a sec, a little bit parched. Effectively, over the next 15 to 20 minutes, I want to pour out what I signed my life up to, uh, why we moved from Geelong, why we came to this community. And my, my desire this morning is actually to echo the God-given vision that God gave Pastor Nick. Uh, I, I want to try and represent what, what God has put on Pastor Nick uh, for this house uh, today. Do you know that vision doesn't change? It unfolds. It develops. Vision is set before us by God. It's where we're going. It's, it's where we're heading. It's the journey that we're already on. But vision, actually, it doesn't change. It unfolds. And it develops. I remember five years ago when we came here. 
Pastor Nick shares the story quite often of sitting in the Ghanis and hearing the voice of God about starting a church in this area. The very next time he was in that cafe, he was sitting with myself and April, declaring what God had put on his heart for a church in this area. To me, it was very clear that God had given him a specific mandate that we felt called to partner with, to be a part of, to join our lives to for the kingdom of God, for the service of Jesus Christ. It was very clear to see that God had said to him, we need to revision a church, but we need to have the mantle that sees people restored to God and His purpose, raised up and released into the God-given call for their life. To restore, to raise up and to release. And I believe that as we move into 2018, I believe that we're going to develop a kingdom momentum. And the reason why we are going to gather more momentum is because we're bigger. You see, when you think about momentum, going back to my my first degree that I undertook for one semester, biological and chemical science, I got the heck out of there (laughs) quick as I could. But when it talks about mass, it, it talk, when it talks about momentum, it talks about two things that affect momentum, mass and velocity. Those two working together, if it's moving, equals momentum. So if there's something that's a mass and it's moving, it has momentum. But it's affected by how big it is and how fast it's moving. I want to declare that we will get a kingdom momentum for this community and for our church because we are bigger. Because this is what I believe for our community this year is that God sets the speed and the velocity, but we get to determine the mass because if we choose to partner with what God is doing, we get to make the mass bigger. We get to grow. We get to see kingdom momentum with God's purpose for your life is to join with what He is doing. It is for you to function and walk in His will. So we believe God's will and purpose for this house is to see people raised up, restored to God and His purpose, raised up and released into the call of God for their life. Restored. One of the... Stories in this house about a person being restored that's closest to my heart is the story of Jean Herod. Jean, could you stand up for a minute and let's give the man a hand. Please note, he's behind you at the back. And what he'd be doing right now is more than likely a head count. Amen, brother. Then about halfway through the service, a message comes up on my iPad, always with a smiley face and a thumb. This man came into our house, our community, about four years ago. We're in a gym in Mill Park. Gene tells me that at that moment in his life, he would be best described as lukewarm. See, what lukewarm means, if you were to put it in a secular terminology, is that he wasn't committed to God. He wasn't not committed to God. He was in between. But see, my Bible tells me about the nature of God, that God, He does not like people that are in between. He says that He vomits them, He spews them out of His mouth. Has anybody ever had that taste go in and it's just horrible and you're like, oh. (laughs) That is what being hot or cold is to God, to being lukewarm. It's not suitable. God wants you to be committed, devoted, set apart to His will and His purpose for your life. And we desire in this place to see that happen for you. But He came in. We met. The very next Wednesday, we determined we'd go out for a coffee. You see, in the early days of our church, if you were between the ages of less than 50, I was going to be your friend. (laughs) I was 
We came here from a large community in Geelong to a community that were over the age of 65. So anybody that even looked remote, I wanted to be your friend. And I fully committed that. And Gina came in. I thought, well, you fit the category. Let's do coffee. See, but unbeknown to me is that God was calling him home. You see, because when he came into the house, he tells me that he felt like he had returned home. It was amazing because we went out for a coffee. Guess where we went? Dagani's. That's where it goes down. And guess who else was at a different appointment at Dagani's? Pastor Nick. We had no offices yet. We were rolling and he was there. And I still remember to this day, you, you remember, Gene and I are having a coffee and, and um, Pastor Nick's over there, slightly awkward, like, hey, anyway. And I, all of a sudden I hear this, it's Pastor Nick pulling over his chair to our table. Pulls it over. He goes, hi, Gene. I remember you from Sunday. Pastor Nick begins to prophesy over his life that, Gene, you will become a pillar in the house of Uni Hill. Do you know that from that day, he went on for the next three years to volunteer two days, full days a week at our church. He's one of our leaders. You fast forward four years, he's completed Bible college. He's been to our national conference. He's doing incredible things, but because why? We saw him restored to God and His purpose. 2 Corinthians chapter 3, 17 says this, Now the Spirit, now the Lord is the Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. In the New King James it says, there is liberty. You see, what it is, is it's not actually about us, it's about people experience the freedom that comes from knowing Jesus. You see, to be restored to God in His purpose is about experiencing the freedom that can only come from Jesus Christ. You see, Gene was a seed that started the kingdom momentum. It's like a snowball. I want to declare it as it begins to build upon itself and get bigger and bigger, that He represents a seed of people being restored to God and His purpose in this house and experience the true freedom that comes from Jesus Christ. But you see, we're bigger now. We can reach more people. We can see greater communities. We can see more and more people come in to do what? Not to come to Uni Hill Church, not to have a comfortable chair and experience a great meeting, but to be restored and be freed that comes from Jesus Christ. There are going to be people that have come in. They're going to be broken. They're going to be hurting. They're going to be bound and held captive by sin. And they're going to be restored to God and His purpose. And how are you restored to your relationship with God? Well, my Bible says that where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom and liberty because Jesus Christ is the only one that can set people free. Can, can we stand just for 10 seconds right now in this place? And let's begin to declare that there will be people this year that are going to be restored to God and His purpose. But what I said to our hosting team, our music team, and, and, to, our, and to our coffee team, anybody I could get around this morning was this. Can you let your voice and your body language prophesy to the future of this place right now this morning? Can we determine and can we join together in faith that we are going to see people come into this place this year to experience the freedom of Jesus Christ? If you agree with me, would you raise your hands right now? If you agree with me and you speak in tongues, would you begin to do that right now? As I declare in unity in this place this morning, dear Heavenly Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, we call your children home. Right now in the name of Jesus, Lord God, if you've put on this place to see people restored to you and your purpose, right now in unity, we declare that they are coming home. They will experience the freedom that comes from Jesus Christ. There is no one that can do it but you, Lord God. We pray that there will be momentum built in this area, Lord, that more will come and and then they will witness to their friends and more will come and they will engage with Alpha and 
more will come and they will be discipled in this house. In Jesus' Name, let's give the Lord a hand. Come on, let's give the Lord a hand in this place. Praise God. Take your seats. I should be passionate about it, eh? Would you go with me on the journey this year in being excited about what God will do? How great would it be to need to do another service? Give me a wave. Filled with people that we are discipling together. You see, one of the mantles at this church is to raise up disciples. But see, the discipleship doesn't just come back to a specific group or an alpha course or a new Christian course. My Bible says, go and make disciples. Be a disciple, make a disciple. Wouldn't it be great that if every person in our community had someone sitting next to them that's going to engage with the kingdom and be restored to God and His purpose this year, that we are discipling together as a community. Give me a wave if you agree. Praise God. Raise up. One of the stories that I love to think about is the story in Exodus chapter 18 when when we, we see Moses working incredibly hard to try and pastor over a million people. And what happens is his father-in-law comes along, Jethro, and says, you can't do this anymore. People are going to get frustrated because they're waiting too long to see you. People, you can't sustain it. You're going to burn out. And then these people will lose their leader. What you need to do is you need to put people over the tens, over the fifties, over the hundreds and over the thousands. You see, what's great is that with kingdom momentum, because we're bigger, it means we can reach more people. Because it does not revolve around Pastor Nick. It does not revolve around me. It does not revolve around Pastor Greg, Pastor John, Pastor Geordie. Any of the team, we do it together. It is our responsibility together to see people raised up. One of the stories that is close to my heart is the story of Laura Graham. Laura Rogers. Rogers, my man. She met a man in the house. Let's give the Lord a hand. he's a great dude we lured him from New Zealand we did what we had to do amen build the house when Laura first arrived at our church her confidence had been shaken some things she had walked through in the past some things that she was going through but what happened is she engaged once again with God's will and his purpose for her life It was really interesting. Often uh, you will find one thing I do on a regular basis is I jump the gun in trying to get people to serve. But I know that God will bless you because of it. And I know that one day when we walk in His kingdom, I will be grateful and you will be grateful that you served and that you engaged and that you connected with. Well, you see, it was very interesting in the early days with Laura because uh, can you serve once a month? No. Oh, that's a lot of people. But eventually, over a period of time, what happened is she engaged with God and His purpose and then God began to raise her up. She went through the discipleship 101 that we, we, we run here and then out of nowhere, we realised that there was a prophetic call. All of a sudden, there were the, these prophecies and these visions and, and these dreams, but something was emerging in Laura's heart through her relationship with God. She was beginning to engage. All of a sudden, now she's a worship leader at our church. All of a sudden now, she leads and helps coordinate the university and young adult ministry at our church. Why? Because she had been raised up and connected with God, His will and His purpose. Another story that I love. Everybody turn around and wave at the sound man. Hey, Mark. So Mark, about four years ago, hey, I put you on a team too. This is a bit of a correlation going on, eh? (laughs) So he came, we met, that was real awkward. I didn't know who he was or why he was there. And um, what happened is he hadn't been in church for a very, very long period of time. But what happened 
is when he came here, he said, he said to me when I was talking about his story, he said, I was depressed. I was really disappointed with where my life was at. But you see, what happened is he came back into the house. He was restored to God and his purpose. And then this man went on the journey of being raised up. Mark has been on Hope Tour. Mark has been to our national conference. Mark is one of the leaders in Awakened Youth. Mark had never done any sound engineering in his life. He saw that there was a need to be filled in our community. He got himself trained up to the point now when this building is secularly hired, he is the man that coordinates the whole sound and coordinates the whole thing. Because he's been restored to God and his purpose. He's been raised up in the house. I asked him now, I said, how's your life now? He says, I can't even describe the difference. My parents can't even describe the difference. What was once worry is now great joy. What was once fear is now peace and reassurance. Why? Because Jesus Christ has brought the freedom that is experienced from a relationship with Him. And now being connected with the community, we are seeing Him raised up and released into the call of God for his life. The Bible says this in Ephesians chapter 4, 11. And he, being Jesus, gave the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the shepherds, and the teachers. Are you ready for this one? Everybody say verse 12. I'm trying to keep you with me this morning because this is our church. This is not my church. This is our church and this is Jesus Christ's body. This is his church. Ready? Verse 12. To equip the saints for the work of ministry, for building up the body of Christ. God gave the apostles, the pastors, the teachers, the evangelists. Why? To equip you for the good works. We need to raise you up and release you into the call of God for your life. I have devoted my life, our life together to seeing you walk in the call of God for your life. You come to me, I want to do this for Jesus, I'm going to help you. You come to anybody in this community and we're going to partner with you in faith, believing that we're going to see people experience the freedom of Jesus Christ. We're going to see them discipled. We're going to see them raised up. Why? God gave the gift of people that are apophets. Uh, apophets, like that's a mixture. They could do functioning in apostolic and prophetic. It's amazing. Why? <laughs> hey man, you said uni chill instead of uni church. That's like a new department. I don't know what that is. A drop-in center, uni chill. Anybody want to start a connect group? Uni chill? Let's see that hand. We'll talk after. But what we're doing in this place is we are trying to equip you, you, for the good works that see the body built up, that see people restored, that see people raised up. That's why we do it. Do you know that there are opportunities for breakthrough here? Over the next five weeks at Uni Hill Church, there is going to be an immense, pour. I'm going to prophesy right now that there is going to be a pouring out of God's Spirit in this place and over lives to affect community. Next week, we have our anointing service. But on the Wednesday, pre that, whoa, tomorrow, if you haven't already started, we start fasting in this house. The next 21 days, I'm not going to go there, of prayer and fasting. I have been reminded several times of the soup diet. Prayer and fasting, five, 21 days. Then on the Wednesday this week, we have a prayer meeting. Then next Sunday, we have our anointing service where we're going to set people apart for the work of God. Then the following week, church, please put this in your diary. Dale, please put it on the screen if we have it. We have... A special weekend of ministry with John Mallow. This man has a healing ministry. Now, yes, God can heal today, tomorrow, any day, but we are specifically believing in faith for this weekend to bring breakthrough. I spoke to people that have been to see this man minister and they saw a line of wheelchairs along the wall. This man went into an indigenous community and saw that there was power with the witch doctors of that community. He said, but I have the true power. 
So through fasting, which is what we're entering in, he fasted 10 days a month. And then from that, God released an incredible healing ministry over this life. This man has been at Bridge Church. It was packed. He's been uh, around. God is using him to bring breakthrough in the area of healing to the physical body, to the mind, used by God. We have him for three services. We are not putting this on for fun. Why? We want to see people restored and experience the freedom of Jesus Christ. We want to create an opportunity to see people raised up through serving and partnering with what God is doing here. So Saturday, 5pm, be here on the 17th. Monday, the 18th, 10am, Sunday morning, be here. 5pm, Sunday night, be here. Three services. It's a stretch as far as the history of our church goes, but hey, it's a step into faith. It's a step into the unknown. Why? Because we want to see God bring breakthrough. We want to see God bring freedom to lives. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. And that's what we want in our community. Then, following that week on the Wednesday, on the 21st, we have another prayer meeting, 7.30 p.m. Fasting without prayer is a diet, which isn't a bad thing. Just saying. Let's get together. Let's pray. Let's experience God on that Wednesday. We'll have just had incredible healing meetings. We'll still be in that spiritual hangover. You know, the one when you go home, you're like, oh, oh praise God. You know, I love those meetings. We're going to have them in Jesus' name. Then the Wednesday, we got that. Then the following Sunday, we have got Pastor Aaron Partington. Speaking in the 10 a.m. service, this guy is part of the national leadership team of the AOG in England. And yes, he is the son of Pastor John Partington, who we then have 5 p.m. that evening, who is the former leader of the AOG. These two guys are coming. They minister apostolically. They minister prophetically. They minister with humour. Why have we got them coming through? Because we are going to declare and we're going to see breakthrough come for many lives. We don't put them on for us. Invite someone to experience the power and the freedom of God. This is an incredible month we have because then we round it out with the fashion parade. Men, buy some tickets today. I saw lots of people giggle. That's okay. What we did last year is we all hid in the sound desk and in the green room, but we were here. we were here. It is not about the fashion parade. It is not about the fashion. Every time you get a ticket, that $20 is about partnering with what God is going to do. See, that money is going to go to one, a food bank. Two, there are people that are engaging with our Hope Centre that need counselling that can't afford it. With the money from the tickets, we can subsidise or even fully sponsor those to get counselling. What if they go through and they need food? We can provide it. They need counselling. We can provide it. Hey, my kids don't have clothes. We'll provide that too so that we can see those experience the love that comes from Jesus Christ and be drawn back to being restored to a relationship with Him. It's about creating a bridge to the heart and to the foot of the cross. We want to see Jesus move. Please, can I encourage you to buy all the tickets today? Buy them in faith. It is not about the event. It is about us partnering with what God is doing. You see, kingdom momentum requires the velocity and requires the mass. You see, God has already set the velocity, but will you partner with what God is doing here over the next five weeks? We have eight services, eight opportunities to see lives changed for eternity. I don't want to be here in 2018 and do nothing different. I want to see you grow. I want to see you released. I want to see you step out in faith. Hey, I'm starting a connect group. I am feeling uncomfortable. What if no one comes? Great. You stepped out in faith. The first night of Hope Tour, we set off the fire alarm in Bendigo and got $5,000 worth of CFA trucks. Thank you to all that gave to that ministry. Hallelujah. (laughs) But you know what I was doing? I was stepping out in faith. That went on. We've seen 13,000 kids. In three weeks, 
over the three years. We've seen nearly 200 kids restored to God and His purpose, experiencing the freedom that comes from Jesus Christ. There is always purpose. It is His purpose. That's what we partner with. Because as we choose to partner together, as we choose to say, yes, Lord, send me, we make the mass bigger, which will increase the momentum in this place to see God's will be done for our community. To see people released. Do you know, it's incredible to me when people answer the call of God without prompting. There are four young women in this church that were mentioned by April earlier today and Mama Marie, Lauren, Kylie, Kelly, April. They started gathering together because they wanted to engage mums. This year they launch a play group that will be able to engage people in our community. Mums get isolated. You're in the workforce, you're called by your name, then all of a sudden you may not be there anymore and all of a sudden your name is turned from April to mum. It's nice to be called April. What's happening is they're providing a ministry. They're commissioning and starting a ministry. They are now being released into the call of God to engage with people in our community that need it. They are being released. It excites me because they're hearing the call of God. They're they're hearing the call of our community and they're saying, send me, I will go. See, that's a seed of what's going to happen. It's going to be like a snowball. It's going to begin to build and there's going to be more. There's going to be connect groups. There's going to be new ministries. There's going to be new. The world is in front of us. The call is in front of us. Go and find what God is calling you to do and together let us equip you and send you so you can affect the community for the kingdom of God. It is not about Uni Hill. It is about Jesus Christ. And we get to partner with it. You know, one of the stories, and I'll get the band to come back up. Is there was a day, that time is nearly gone, so I will skip lots. I got passionate, what a surprise. In 1963, Dale, if you want to put up that slide. Martin Luther King, Jr., civil rights activist, preached an incredible sermon to nearly 250,000 people. 250,000. Have a look at that. Do you know that By 2021, that's the population of Whittlesea. We can't reach them alone. We need to partner together. You know, every person there could be representative to a person in our community. It can't be just one anymore. It can't be the one. We gotta get active together. How can you be active? Pray for what God is doing here. How can you be active? Partner with what God is doing here. How can you be active? Hear the call of God for your life. Come and chat to me about it so that we can see you equipped and released into the call of God for your life. I believe God's will is that none should be lost. There are people in our community that are happy with where their life has ended up, that are longing for an opportunity to be restored to God and His purpose, raised up and released to God's plan and His will for their lives. I can't reach that many people by myself but us partnering together in faith, 
walking in the will of God, partnering with what God is doing, we'll see God's kingdom done. Come, His will be done. Amen. Can we pray just for a minute? Let's close our eyes. Dear Heavenly Father, I just thank you, Lord, that you are in this place. Please, please let 2018 be a year of breakthrough. I love what Pastor Nick said in the video that it will be a year of suddenly. Suddenly provision came. Suddenly I found my purpose. Suddenly there was breakthrough. Suddenly release came. Why? Because of the favour of God that is over my life because He was faithful to see me freed from the bondage of sin. He was faithful to see me equipped and raised up to serve Him. And now He is faithful to see me go in the call of God. Lord, I just pray today that our community, each person here, could I ask that you would do something just quickly. If you want to partner with what God is doing here and for your life and in your life and through your life, in your own time, can you say to yourself, God, use me. God, send me. Would you say that to yourself this morning? God, use me. God, send me. Lord, I just pray that there will be your favour upon lives this year. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's give the Lord a hand.